Hi, I'm Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton, and you're listening to Single High, a Notre Dame football podcast from UHND.com, the official home of the Kyle Hamilton fan club. And Greg Hello, everyone, and welcome to Single High, the Notre Dame football podcast brought to you by UHND.com. I am your host, Greg Flamong. And joining me today, you know, we, we said post-USC uh, week that it was it was Michael. He, he came on and he, he was the guest host while Frank was having his baby. And, and we said, OK, it's just going to be for that week. And and then he would move on and we would go to our normal untitled pod and, and we would do normal things. Um, but there, there's news <laughs> in the college football world that pertains to Michael and his football team. Um, and we, of course, are referring to their their loss yesterday to BYU, um, 35 to 31. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And only that. Um, no, I'm obviously joking. Michael. Um we're, we're going to get to it later, but first, like, how, how do you feel about the the horrible thing that happened today? Well, I'm just I'm just sad I wasted that bottle of champagne on Frank's kid. Who knew, <laughs> who knew that Lincoln Riley was coming to town? Whew, we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. I, I got to tell you, man, you know, this, it was, it, it for, for something that um, was not mentioned, as any sort of possibility, it it started with Feldman tweeting out, you know, would be I wouldn't be surprised if USC made a run at Lincoln Riley. What a which, fun afternoon! Which immediately got my hairs raised because, like, Feldman's not just going to tweet out something he hasn't heard, right? Like, he's obviously heard something, <laughs> and and then and then I don't know. I guess it was two hours later. I think so. And Thamel's like, yes, yeah, it's going to happen within like a day. And then it's just, and then obviously, and I, uh, we talked about this in, on text messages, like th- there's no way that this, uh, well, this we can get, we can get into it, but it's for, just, there's for the no Notre way Dame it culminated. In, why, in why don't the, we start with the last regular season game and then all right, we'll start they can, there they can and turn we'll, me off once we get into Lincoln Riley talk right, and, I, and right, I'm just right. insufferable to you know, my amp goes to 11 on this okay. one. Okay, we'll get to it later. Um, so, in, in, you know, in, in the main news, Notre Dame is 11-1. Um, they defeated the the hapless Stanford Cardinal 45-14. to Jesus. I got to tell you, you know, I, I guess I'm guilty of this too. Like when I watched USC play Stanford earlier in the year and this Tanner McKee kid, how, how did, like they, they were a competent team. I mean, there, there's look, uh, I've seen uh, USC give up a lot to a lot of teams, uh, but they gave up a lot to Stanford all over the place. <laughs> and, and I don't know what happened. I mean, how did they beat Oregon? I have no idea. And I don't care. I don't care about them not having their offensive coordinator. I don't care. No, like that if, stuff should, doesn't matter. No. If Tommy Reese was not at this game, I, I think Notre Dame would have won by a similar score. And so I, I just I, – I don't know how that happened. Um, did you watch the game, Michael? 
no, full disclosure. I, I did not watch the game live. I was watching Long Long Beach Poly trounce my high school in a Oh, that's right. In a high school football game. Yeah, yeah, final. So, what was the football game? What was the score? Uh 35-10 or something like that. 42-10. Okay. Uh, no, they they Long Beach Poly kicked a field goal, so it was like 38-10. I don't remember. It was it was yeah. a lot it was a lot to a little. All right. So so yeah, so it was um it, 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 you were like the Stanford home crowd. You had other things going on. Yeah, there, um, there were better things for me to do. And then, <laughs> and then once I saw the score, I was kind of following along on my phone. And once I saw the score, yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is this isn't for me." Like Stanford's well, terrible. We're, and, and we're Notre always Dame's texting good. too. We're always <laughs> yeah. texting. Um, it, it you know it, it it went pretty much like it was similar to um. It, it was it was similar to Georgia Tech in that Notre right. Dame gets the ball and they go down and score. And then this time, though, they actually stalled a couple of times before scoring again. Um, Jack Cohn again, you know, when he wasn't throwing just kind of like inexplicable passes, like he was pinpoint on pretty much every pass with the exception of of like three where one should have been picked. The second one was picked and the third one was a, a a 61 yarder to Kevin Austin that really shouldn't have been thrown because I don't know what the safety, how the safety missed this ball, but he threw a crossing route and the safety jumped it and he just missed it. That's why you're Stanford. Yeah. That's why you're Stanford. And so then he missed it and Kevin Austin runs for 60, 61 yards to the one yard line. And then our name scores a play later. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, 11 and one, um, I mean, I, I predicted 12 and 0, so I guess I was wrong. You're close. You're close. <laughs> I was close. I mean, it's like, look, 12 and 0, obviously you think 11 and 1. Um, you know, I, I think in the preseason it was. Well, what was the over under? Like eight or something? Or nine? The, the over under was famously eight and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Ridiculous. No respect. It's ridiculous, Michael. It, 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 and, and, and I was trying to make the point on Twitter today. Like, I, and here was the thing. Cause so I said, like, we need to talk about, cause in this, in the preseason, when everyone's like, you know, making their picks for what the season's going to be. And there were a couple, you know, there's some nine and threes. And when I want to say everyone, I mean like on the beat or whatever, like people nationally. Right. Right. And, and it's like, well, Vegas says over under is eight and a half. And they know something in Vegas. That's why they have tall buildings. And I think they have tall buildings because they're addicted to gambling and not because our people are addicted to gambling. They just need the money evenly distributed on both sides, right? But even, like, just on that front, like, uh, who's picking the under there? Like, I just can't imagine. Well, we talked that that's about that's a 50-50. I mean, oh, I guess we're at UHND, right? So maybe they, yeah. they, they, they did, they're not our rabid fans. Right. And, you know, we talked about it two weeks ago that maybe Notre Dame is like the anti-public team. It's the, yeah. people, people just don't like them. So you get yeah. some free points. Oh, so, so you just – so it's like no matter what it is, people are going to bet the under. Yeah, they're like, oh, if no. It was, if it was Sam under – if it was – if yeah. it was six and a half, they'd bet the under. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, maybe not six and a half, but it's like, yeah, no, Sam, but I, Howell, I, I see Sam Howell, Cincinnati, Wisconsin, you know, at the not even at home, real home game. Uh, USC's coming to town. Slovis is, you know, a top 10 draft pick, you know, four months ago. Uh, <laughs> who, who else am I missing? I'm missing one other team here. That was supposed uh, to be good. I don't remember. But, you know, that's four right there. And yeah. it's like Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, Virginia. Like, oh, got to go to Blacksburg. Yeah. That's a that's a tough environment. Uh, they're playing the, the song, right? I yeah. Mean, yeah. The, you know, new Sandman. new you quarterback. Just, you don't just walk into Blacksburg. Exactly. It's like. Yeah. And frankly, they didn't. They did not just walk into Blacksburg. They needed kind of a miracle. But good point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Apparently, you don't walk, just walk into Blacksburg. Uh, but you do just walk into Palo Alto. That is I mean, something at this that you point, do. I mean, Notre, Notre Dame's rolling. I mean, they're they're peaking at the right time of the season. I know. I mean, the competition's a little worse, I guess. But you know, uh, what was their uh, scoreless streak of like it was like eight eight quarters? I mean, that that's pretty good. Well, they didn't give up. So they didn't give up a touchdown. Um, 
Let's see. They no touchdowns allowed against Navy, Virginia, or Georgia Tech. So that's three full games right there. I mean, that's good. It's not bad. That is true. It is not a bad thing. Um, and, you're, and you're missing your best player. Like, and you're missing your best player on defense. Correct. How about on the team, I just missing your best player on the team. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's fair to say. Um, yeah. So. I, I mean, Kyron's, know, it, Kyron's back crushing people. Like, you can run it in rolling. I mean, it's, it's, it, they, they are rolling. And, and, and I was thinking about this today. Like, I feel like I really need them to make the playoffs. And I, and I almost don't even want to think about it because I don't want to get mad. Like, I don't want to get emotionally invested in something that, like, the team doesn't have control over anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like there's a game. And I think that's what's frustrating for me is, like, I feel like this is – like the the end of this year, and I don't remember Notre Dame ever actually being in this kind of a situation um, where I feel like it's building towards a crescendo that might not ever happen. Mm. You know, like, and, and I and, and it's very frustrating that I look at who is in the playoffs right now. And, like, I know Georgia is this kind of defensive monolith, right? Like, they're just the... A, I mean, they, like a, they always are, though. But but they're, they're just a bunch of savages. But it's like, we got to go beat Stetson Bennett, right? right. Like, I, I just feel like that's doable, you know? And, like, Oklahoma State is involved and Cincinnati is involved. And Michigan, who, like, look, they look great against Ohio State, right? But presumably, a playoff game isn't going to be played in the snow, right? You know, it at like this. It's the, the biggest game in the last decade for them, right? Like so. And that's classic Michigan. Beat Ohio State and, and, and lose. It's classic Michigan. Lose like they could game. lose. They could just lose to Iowa, right? Like they like you just know that it's like sitting there, waiting to happen, and it's like Cade McNamara. It's like Notre Dame. We, we got to the playoffs and we played. Trevor Lawrence, the generational quarterback, and then we played like four Heisman finalists for Alabama last year. One of the year. best teams in the last, you know, 25 years. And, yeah, and this year it's like Stetson Bennett and Cade McNamara and Cincinnati and what's the guy's name, Spencer something from Oklahoma State. Yeah, and then, you know, like, uh, true redshirt freshman Bryce Young. like Bryce Young, he's good. I mean, I, he's I, good, I but that. still. But like, I mean, but here's the thing, though. If Bama's in, then Notre Dame's not in. I don't that's know a good how. Point. It's that's just a like good. not possible. So like, these are the these are the people that are involved in the playoffs this year, and it's like I just feel like there's a chance, and we would get Kyle back in that situation, and you just feel like the way the team is playing, I take my chances against any of those teams, right? Like I don't, I would actually go into it. Not being like like we were last year, where it was like you know we can slow it down and maybe <laughs> each team yeah. maybe we could do it to where each team gets two possessions in the first half, right? And then so that's like that sort of thing. It's like no, you could play like a normal game, like you could you could play like a, just go into it and prepare as if yeah, like we can we can compete with these teams. And and if we don't get in, and it just feels like I don't want to say it's for nothing because it's not. You know, like it's it's like it's been super fun, like the last six weeks watching this team play. <laughs> it's gonna be really funny when you don't get into the playoffs and then you catch Alabama in the bowl game or something. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> well, I was all the, saying, all the losers like, out there who didn't want Notre Dame in the playoffs are gonna. <laughs> What's funny is like, is like, yeah, we're we're we're, we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to catch Alabama, and meanwhile, like, Cincinnati and freaking Oklahoma State yep. are playing in the playoffs. Oh, my God, dude. We're, we're not going to get Alabama. But, like we, Michigan. but, like, we were like, oh, we're going to – it's like, so the game is happening. Like, the, the Michigan-Ohio State game is happening, and I'm where I'm DMing with, with like, uh, OFD guys. Like, hey, are we going to get Ohio State now? Is that what's going to happen? Right. And, and we're just like, oh, no. But it seems like they would go to the Rose Bowl. But either way, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like the way that they're playing, I, I just I want to see the payoff. I want to see where this leads to. 
I feel like this, this is a big wave is building and it needs to crash and whether or not it leads in, in a victory or not, like I want to actually see it come to fruition. So that was my kind of main thought, like kind of all day today or even last night, just like, ah, I don't, I don't want this to be the pinnacle, I guess. Like I, I want to, I want this team to be able to see it through. So what do you, what do you need to happen? Let's see. Let's, let's do some scenarios here for, for next week. So it's, you need Georgia to win Michigan to lose or win. That's the one I'm not sure about. Um, no, we need Michigan to lose. Michigan to lose. Yeah. So like, so we need Michigan to lose. Well, I, I mean, just going through all the conference games, we don't have to have Michigan lose. To get it just in. makes it easier. But it, yeah, like it eliminates the Big Ten, right? So they'll be out. So then Michigan's out. And so I think honestly, if I think if Michigan were to lose, like that would kind of clinch it, actually. Yeah. Um, well, let's just go through it here. I think if Bama loses, that's good. And that's good. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's necessary. If Bama wins, then we're really screwed. Um, so Bama needs to lose probably, probably pretty comfortably, right? Like maybe lose by 10, hmm. something like that, you know, it's 10, 14. Um, I mean, Cincinnati losing would be fantastic. That's, that's preferred. <laughs> yes. I think I think Baylor beating Oklahoma State. I mean, we basically need, like, everyone ahead of us to lose. Like, that would be great. That makes sense. With I mean, the yeah. exception of Georgia, you know? Um, I mean, one of, like, if Bama beats Georgia, that that's, like, no good. But then all the other three things need to happen, and then maybe Notre Dame makes it, right? Um, Yeah. Michigan losing, yeah. Cincinnati losing, Baylor winning, or Oklahoma State. I think losing. Cincinnati Cincinnati losing might get it done. Um, I mean, it kind of depends where they put Oklahoma State this week. Like if right. Oklahoma State's five, if they jump Notre Dame, that'd probably be bad. They need a lot of help. Yeah, I'm just. I, don't I guess. Know. I mean, Baylor could win. Who knows? They could, but their quarterback got hurt. Mm. So they just squeak by against freaking Texas Tech. Big 12, man. The Big 12 is terrible. Let me tell you. The Big 12 is terrible. People are just people are just jettisoning left and right. Teams, coaches. I mean, I don't know. Coaches. They, no <laughs> one wants to be there. No one wants to be in the Big 12. Um. So yeah. So let's just um. We'll wrap. We'll you know we'll keep we'll keep it going on our day for a bit. Um. So Michael Mayer, not a um, not a Mackey finalist. No, I mean um, I mean, you know, if you get ten catch what nine catches for uh, over hundred yards and a. No touchdown though. So well, he set the he set the Notre Dame record for uh, receptions in a season by a tight end. So does Notre Dame I have guess, good tight ends? I, I guess not, that's unfa- unfamiliar with, with their players. <laughs> I guess I guess setting the uh, the tight end record at a school dubbed as tight end U is probably good. But with like the most tight ends in the NFL. I mean, look at yeah. it's it's not what someone's doing at Colorado State or anything. God That's forbid important. the the Charlie Kohler freaking seven and five Iowa State definitely got to give him his props. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Kyron goes over a thousand. Wait, I want to talk about Michael Mayer for one more oh, second. Okay. Because all right, I think it's classic Brian Kelly to like get Michael Mayer yards and catches after the he doesn't go uh, get on the watch list or the yeah like it's, yeah. it's after it's already a, decided. Like if if Michael Mayer were like a top three finalist, he probably would have got like four for sixty. <laughs> like, oh, what's good? What's good for the team? You know? Yeah, yeah. he would have got two for thirty. Um, it's like, oh, they snubbed you. Let's go. Let's feed you. Get you the oh, snub. Screw them. Um, <laughs> Only I snub my guys. That's good. That's fun. That's funny. Um, yeah, Kyron goes over a thousand. Fifth running back in Notre Dame history to have back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. And you wouldn't have guessed that after Game Three, honestly. No, <laughs> no. I mean, dude, it, like, like, listen. The at the start of the year, the stats were just—it's like you can't even look at them. It's—it's it's like the leading rusher is Kyron, and he has like 300 yards. 
and the second reading, leading rusher has like 12. It's just because it's like, it, like the stats. The, yeah, it's a start the season. We're just putrid. I mean, putrid. Huh? Like every 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 metric you looked at as far as like the running game or like sacks. Like they were on pace to give up like 90 sacks or whatever. I made that up. It's not 90 sacks. I mean, but it, it might have gonna, been close, honestly. It was going to be in like the 50s or 60s. Like it was legitimately. Like they were giving up like six a game. I mean, it was, it was wild. And then they ended up giving up like 30. So... Which is still a big number, but after the first, the way it you know, started, yeah, how yeah, it started, like how it ended, five is, games, it's different. Yeah, like four or five games, it's like now, like they're legitimately like a good line, like they're just good, <laughs> you know. Um, so that worked out. Um, Kevin Austin finished with a bang. I really enjoyed Braden Lindsay. Like I, I think Got the those touchdowns last couple games. Man, I'm telling you, and 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 the one was like not even like gimmicky, like a little skinny post. That was the first touchdown, like Braden Lindsay skinny post. I was like, where's this been? Jesus. Um, so I love that. They got him on a reverse. He would have scored if it wasn't so fast and the field wasn't such a freaking dumpster fire. <laughs> we could talk about that. What's up with that? Just talk to Stanford, man. They're, Jesus, they're a bum man. program. It's like every freaking play, someone slipping to the ground. Like literally every single one. It's like, can, can you go field turf, please? It'd be like a grown-up program. <laughs> My God, it, it's just like ridiculous. Like it's terrible. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, you know. But I guess it's not a serious program, so they're yeah, not. yeah. I mean, it's like they re-upped their freaking three and nine coach. It's back to back years of, of no bowl game. Yeah, congratulations. Not even a bowl game. It's like, can we finish like almost five hundred? Hey, Cleve's a class act, though, right? Jesus. Hey, you, everyone. Yeah, you know, since we have the new audience, I can tell everyone when. When Bryce Love got trotted out there in the Pac-12 final game on a bum ankle. Ridiculous. You know, that sealed David Shaw's fate. I don't think he's been the same since. No. He the football the, gods. They yeah. Don't like he, that. he angered the football gods. It's like this is a you know 20-year-old kid that you're you're hurting <laughs> for your own hubris. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, the defense finally gave up a touchdown, which really hurt my feelings. I that mean. was in the second half. So it was just the first one came after, I mean, just frankly, just an inexplicable pass by Cone. It, and he does this. Like he, like I said, like two or three a game where it's like, he, he just, you know, he'll throw 30 passes, 27 of them look beautiful in rhythm, you know, where they're supposed to be, unless it's a deep ball, in which case it'll be underthrown or overthrown, never perfect. Um, but everything else is like, it looks good, right? And it's like, yeah, we can work with this. And then he'll throw one. And this is one especially where he throws into double coverage on like a three-yard route and stares the stares Mayer down the whole time. He throws it right to the DB and the DB runs to like the 10. <laughs> and so they score on that. And then, you know, three plays later, they Notre Dame scored again. But um, so they score on that and then they scored on like a kind of a bad angle tight end seam route. Xavier Watts showed like, oh, you know, this is like my fourth game playing defense ever. Um, so he took a bad angle. That's fine. Right. It happens. Um, so wide receivers playing linebacker. Yeah. It's... Wide receivers playing Rover, playing safety. Yeah. Um, but he's good. I like him. We're not we're not saying bad things. No. Yeah. Xavier no, no, Watts. no, no. That's not his fault. No, we like him. And he wears number 26 playing safety. So that makes him special. Um, let's see what else. Uh, let's see, Chris Tyree funness, Tyler Buckner. You know, they didn't bring him in until like the fourth quarter, and then he immediately ran for a touchdown. I would, I, I do like it. It's so it's the twelfth game that they just had, and it, we're still doing the thing where he, he, like they won't. He just runs this like base set of plays. Right, and they're all running plays, and mostly running plays, right? Like the zone read, and they're like or offshoots of that and stuff. It's like, oh, we can't drop him back. Like we can't do that. It's like third and ten. Like we can't have him like try to throw like a crossing route, or like we're not comfortable with him doing that. Kind of wish that had been worked on over the twelve weeks of the season, but. I mean, look, I they finally got Jack, Jack Cohn tuned up, right? You can't do two quarterbacks. It is it is a little like beggars and choosers, I suppose. Um, 
don't know. I, I, I maybe maybe let them throw a crossing route in the fourth quarter of a thirty-eight to fourteen. Game. They're just saving it for the playoff game. That's all. Oh, I like that. I like that. I think you don't that you don't right. show you don't get the tape. You don't want tape on Tyler Buckner. That is true. They are definitely withholding the tape. Yeah. <laughs> so, classic. That's fair. Move. That's fair. Um, the game within the game. <laughs> Um, let's see. The DBs played great. Um, the defensive line, the Adam Alola twins. I feel like it's like an underrated thing that Notre Dame has twins on the defensive line that are frequently sacking the quarterback at the same time together. That's a, and that's, yeah, it's pretty good. That's gotta be super fun, right? Which one's better? Um, I think Jason number 57 is thought of more highly like he was out of of out of high school um and he's got the i guess probably the better pro like he seems like i don't know where he would be picked now like maybe third or fourth round and like, like just yeah i mean i'm just assuming right like yeah, he's yeah. not he's not like big and he's not like a super athlete but he's he he's really good at you know just getting into the backfield and making plays that way, whether it's like the run or the pass, um, he's not very big, like in terms of like he's not like a physical specimen or anything. Uh, it's kind of like Sheldon Day, I suppose. Mm, um, okay. And he he was around like a third or fourth round pick. Um, I think Justin is probably like a sixth round guy, maybe undrafted free agent kind of thing. Uh, but in terms of like if they're both back next year. Like I think Justin will be playing a ton. Like he, he just like he like, and and I don't know. Maybe he could be like Adi Ogundeji, who um, I think he was a sixth round pick or fifth round pick for the Falcons, and then he plays all the time. Right. So I mean, they're both. I mean, they're both like key players, right? I mean, Justin he had a freaking great play where he sacked the quarterback, forced a fumble. People are diving all over the place, and then he ended up recovering it. So. Um. You know, I like both of them. They're both very important players. Mm. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what else is notable. Maybe I'll think uh, of something. Maybe I'll think corners, of something. How'd the corners play? Freaking fantastic. It was like their best game. Like Cam, he had a couple breakups. Oh, I want to talk about the Bo Bauer um, um, ejection. Speaking of, okay. All right, speaking of the corners, because it was a play that Cam Hart made. Uh, well, let me stick to the corners real quick. Okay, so okay. let's see. Bracey, he had a breakup on a, like early in the game on like a seam route. Or not a seam, like a slot kind of fade. And he had a breakup there. Cam had a couple breakups. Up uh, at the end of the game, Clarence Lewis, like they caught a slant on him and he forced a fumble. Um, and that led to their 45th point. So um, he had a good game. And so then the play I'm talking about is they threw like a – like a quick like look pass to the wide receiver and cam comes up and tackles the guy right mm-hmm. or he's holding them and he's like this is like for a three four yard loss at this point and and cam's holding them and the guy is like kind of um like fighting him trying to get away and so bo bauer is like running in from his linebacker spot and the, the receiver sees it and so, like, as Bo Bauer is getting there, he kind of goes to the ground. And so the Bo Bauer hits him. They're not blowing the whistle, by the way. Okay. So he goes to the ground, and Bo Bauer hits him with his shoulder. In his, But, like, he's sitting now, so there's no target. So he hits him in the head with his shoulder. So they call a late hit, and then they call targeting. <laughs> and I'm like, look. Bo Bauer can probably let him go, right? Or he can just kind of do nothing. Because you could tell, like, he's he's not going anywhere, right? Um, right. So he could just push him down or something, right? But this is hit and hustle, right? This is Notre Dame football. And Bo Bauer, he's all gas, no brakes. So if, if you're not going to blow the whistle, then I'm going to come hit you, right? Especially when you're trying to fight and stay up. And only until Bo Bauer is about to hit him does he go to the ground. So he hits him. And the refs, they don't blow the whistle. They blow the whistle after he hits him. And then they kick him out of the game. 
It's like, look, dude, it was pretty obvious that he wasn't going anywhere. So blow the whistle and stop the play. And if he hits him after that, then that's bad on you. You need to listen to the whistle. But you're not blowing the whistle. So what is your problem? You know, like it's right. just one of those things. And everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have to do that. You know, you shouldn't have hit him. It's like, well, he's not the arbiter of where when the play starts and stops. That's for the people with the whistles. If you feel like the guy is done and he can't go forward anymore, then you blow a whistle. But they didn't. So to me, it's like that's on the refs. Don't 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 put it on a player to decide when someone's in or out. You know what I mean? Blow your whistle. No, that's reasonable. And if, and if targeting was reviewable, right? Or if there are different levels of targeting, right? But the the I mean, look, the guy's low, and I mean, he hit him with his shoulder, and. You know, but it doesn't matter, head or neck area, right? So he hits him in the head with his shoulder. And so that's true. It you know, that's just the nature of it. The guy sits down, you mean you're gonna you're gonna get targeting in that situation. Um, that's just the way it goes. So I don't know. Eleven and one, forty five fourteen. I guess I'm taking it. To end it out the season too. I mean you're over thirty points. Like, that's big. That's nice. So let's see the last four games, 34 to six, 28 to three, four, 55, nothing in 45, 14. Yeah. I mean, the 28 to three is the only like dud and that's not even a dud. <laughs> I know really needed that last touchdown. Yeah. 30, to 35 to three is a lot better. Would have felt a lot better. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Um, so what's upcoming is probably so either the playoffs or the Fiesta Bowl, because if Cincinnati's out, then Notre Dame is probably in, in which case the Fiesta Bowl doesn't matter. And if since if Notre Dame is out, then Cincinnati is probably in, and then they'll go to the Fiesta Bowl. So, ah. so guaranteed New Year's Six, way to go. And I I like the Fiesta Bowl too. By the it's way. a big one. Yeah. It's a fun one. I like that it's on New Year's Day. That makes me happy. I don't like these like December 29th yeah. games, you know, I or these I December thirtieth. I like the I like the New Year's Day stuff. It makes me yeah. feel good. Tradition. Like it's fun. Um yeah. And speaking of things that are fun or used to be fun. So I think the last seven years have been a really good time for me <sighs> personally. Um, the Clay Helton thing was great. Lots of laughs, lots of good times. And in the back of your mind, you always know these things are going to end. And, and that day was today. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm limbering up here, you know, I'm moving around, <laughs> stretching. I mean, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put the preface on this. Like you could, you know, take these sound bites and play them for me. Halfway through the season next year, I don't care. I don't care. Right now, I'm on cloud nine. I'm excited. I'm excited for relevance. I'm excited for Lincoln Riley. I'm excited to say things like, oh, potential Heisman winner. Oh, top, you know, top offense in college football. I, yes. I'm excited for the recruiting classes, uh, you know, that rival Ohio State's possibly. You know, those are real things that I can say now and people can't laugh at me. <laughs> Na- it's uh, called national relevance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I i think like a lot of like you know when i posted on twitter like you know it, it was fun for a while when they were gross and not fun and bad and like embarrassing and that's over and now it's like a big boy rivalry right like it's, it's yeah it's real it's a big boy thing and everyone's like, you know, what has he won? Not everyone, but a lot of people are like, what has he won? And, you know, he didn't do anything or he's got, he's bringing his big 12 defense. And it's like, look, I, <laughs> this is a fantastic hire. Like there's no other way to look at it. Like it, it, the, it, it you know, it, the guy is one of the top, like if we were ranking the coaches, you know, top five. I mean, I think maybe like going into the year, he was top five. I think, I think this year he probably maybe fell back a couple notches. Right. So maybe he's like seven, 
Or, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't even matter, really. Yeah. Because the point is, is that I don't think, especially on the market, you couldn't get a better coach than this. Who no, is, this, this is the best not coach. Only, not have. only on the market. Like, he wasn't even really on the market. Nope. That's another well, thing. That's the best part of all of this. Like, he wasn't even, uh, it's like, yeah, you know who they're going to get. It's like, oh, he's going to get, they're going to get uh, Dabble Sweeney. It's like, oh, can't get Dabble Sweeney. Like, I would have said, like, no, like, how are they going to get Lincoln Riley? Like, he's not going to do it. He's either, he's either staying in Oklahoma or he's going to go to the NFL. So, it's a fantastic hire. There's no other way to look at it. They were a dumpster fire. They, they didn't have, they were incompetent. They didn't have a, a, a culture. They didn't have a system. They didn't have a program. They didn't have anything. And now you have all those things with a guy who, look, it, it, has he underachieved at Oklahoma for what, you know, you thought he could do his first year? Maybe, right? That's up to right, Oklahoma I mean, fans. But that's up to Oklahoma fans to decide, right? It doesn't matter. For USC, it's like, look, if you're going to tell me that, we're getting blown out <laughs> in the, the playoffs every year, and we're always winning the conference and sign me up. Yeah, right? Let me That's, tell you about underachieving. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so, uh, you know, there, there's no other way to look at it. Uh, this isn't a guarantee of, like, multiple national titles. No. Just like just like thing when, is. I mean, well, just like when Brian Kelly, or, or not, not just Brian Kelly, like Jim Harbaugh, right? This is how I look at it when, like, Michigan signed Jim Harbaugh. Like when that happened, I was like, man, he's going to be so good for them. Like the guy has literally won everywhere he's ever been. I mean, they almost, he almost won a Super Bowl, right? It's true. <laughs> so, and it's like now he's at Michigan with his own place and it's like their dream guy and it's all those things. And, and that's kind of a, a situation where it's like look there's there's no guarantee of national titles but like michigan's always been pretty good right so, yeah i mean minus the ohio state thing but right but it's like there is no ohio you do, state you can't do much better there right? is no like, ohio state in the pac-12 nope there isn't and notre I mean, dame there, might there be might the be ohio a, state yeah i was gonna say there might be it might be usc <laughs> well right but like notre dame might be the ohio state for right. usc the, right. the the best team they play, right? The one they have to worry about. Oh, so. it's, it's wonderful. It's just like a a ray of California sunshine just washed <laughs> over me. I mean, I, it, you know, we we're out here talking about Matt Campbell, Dave Aranda, PJ Fleck. Uh, 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 who else? Who are some of these terrible names? Luke Fickle. Like, nope, none of that. Lincoln Riley, the the one guy I think we've always said, like, oh, who would you, if you could pick someone, who would you want to pick? It's like Lincoln Riley. He's 38 years old. Like, oh, it's, you know, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield are on his his watch. Like, I, I was going to, I mean, think of all the guys in the NFL right now who went to Oklahoma. It's, uh, it's, it's just incredible. It's just absolutely incredible. Uh, he, he's trying to take his defensive coordinator with him, who apparently is is pretty good by all accounts. So Ooh, Baker, no, no, uh, Link, the uh, defense coordinator at um, oh, Alex Grinch, oh, yeah, yeah. So. I'm actually, um, I'm not like the Alex Grinch thing doesn't freak me out, um, so much just because I think he's fine, right? Like, he's better than what they've had, yeah. I mean, come on, um. <laughs> But like he no, no when I say they I mean Oklahoma, ah. it's far better than what USC's had. I, I, yeah. wh- I'm I'm beyond like <laughs> I'm beyond like oh I don't think it's gonna work or I I think it's not gonna work out like this is going to work out, right? The, it's just the degree to which it will work out is the only thing that's in question. So when I say like oh, I'm not sold on Alex Grinch, I'm not like. No, like he's, you know, he, he's a very good defensive coordinator. It's just that, like, I'm not. He doesn't scare me, like, um, like if they got uh, the Wisconsin's guy, right, right. Like if they got someone like that, or like 
freaking he decided, oh, I'm going to get Brent Venables right. to come over. Like, that would be – that would freak me out. Alex Grinch is fine for what Oklahoma was and now what they are now. Um, so, but it's not like, you know – it's like, dude, they, they lost games to freaking – they lost to Matt Campbell. Like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> you, you lose to Matt Campbell. You're really, but you lose to Matt Campbell. That's not good. Right. So it's just like, I'm not, I don't think the guy is like that special. Um, so I, I, I kind of like that. It's, it's like, okay, when I saw Oklahoma, like I can expect that at USC. Probably. You, you're just transplanting. Like, you know, right. Like there's like, mo- so moving the operation over. I like the, I like the, the familiarity of it, you know, just for me personally. As someone who will be rooting against USC in ah. games that we will be playing in, um, yeah, I, like, I like the familiarity of it too. Knowing that I bet could have be a competent coach <laughs> at USC who I didn't think was available, you know, twelve hours ago. All right, so let's let's talk. Speaking of that, all right, let's so talk the, about the timeline. This. Okay, the timeline, and, and let's preface by saying it ultimately doesn't matter. Um, and and we just, don't know. <laughs> and we don't know, and it's just a theory. It's fun. But it is fun. And, I, and I'm seeing a lot of this, like, Rittenberg and uh, uh, Feldman writing these stories about how this all came together last night. No. Don't. Don't even think that, I like, I should fall for that. Like, no freaking way did this guy lose Bedlam and was like, you know... I think I'm gonna go to USC, just like off the off the off the cuff like that. Like, there's no way. Like, clearly they've been greasing the wheels for this for weeks. For weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like because why well, he can't though? Because he's, you know, he's supposed to be in that Oklahoma State spot. He doesn't have time to to go to USC. Like, why would he leave? He wouldn't win a national title possibly and then go to USC. Like, that's that's not what he would do. He'd go. He'd come back or he'd go pro or something. Like, why did he? What? But what did they? What did they say? Right? People said today he didn't like the move to take Oklahoma to the SEC. He didn't like right. that. That he, was you know, always going to be the case. True. That's true. He didn't like, but he still had time. I mean, it was, it's not happening next year. It's not happening next year. But like, he doesn't have to see. Here's here's the thing, too. You're Lincoln Riley, man. Like you didn't have to go to USC. You can go anywhere. Well, I mean, there needs to be an opening, but right. But the point yeah. is, though, it's like people are always firing coaches. You know but what I mean? Like, there's always not, a place to go. You can go to the NFL. I mean, right? if it gets to go that to point, but you got to wait gets, till January, though, if you want to go to the NFL. No, but the point is, is that like he clearly was open to going to USC, right? And cl- like to me. SC is there, there. It's just like it doesn't make sense to me that this all just heated up last night. Like the guy, they literally announced him 24 hours after they kicked off the Bedlam <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Uh, like I the recruits, know. the recruits are just kind of lining up now. Like, that is this, true. like they announced it, and it's like, oh, Malachi, the 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 quarterback. Right, the tw- twenty right. twenty three quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Like he's not even this year's class. He's like I'm decommitting. Like I'm leaving. Like the kid from modern day, the running back. It's like yep. oh, I'm, this changes everything. Like I'm yep. gonna go. It's like dude, the, this is a receiver that decommitted. There's a, the dominoes yeah. are all falling. It's like there's no way that these guys did not get wind of it. There is no way that they didn't know ahead of time. And look, I, that's fine, right? Like, but I mean, you fine. you would decommit if Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma. I mean, that's not. The craziest no, no, no. thing in the world. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at them for. Well, no, I'm just saying. What I'm like, saying it, is it like, doesn't mean they knew. I don't think that. I don't think that's proof they knew. I don't think that's the smoking gun that you think it oh, is. Oh, I think they. I think they absolutely got a heads up. I mean, but if people had a heads up, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe Devin Brown's not good enough for Lincoln Riley. Like, wouldn't wouldn't he have stayed? Right. I mean, I guess Lincoln maybe Riley didn't just, re- maybe didn't recruit him. Maybe that's why he left. Maybe, Maybe yeah. Look, what's I mean, so like? Look, like right, like so, like the C.J. Williams thing, the kid who's committed to Notre Dame from Modern Day. Uh huh. So he's been fishing around USC for like a couple weeks now, a few weeks. And everyone's like, "Why is he doing that?" Well, it doesn't make any sense. Like they don't have a coach, they don't have anything. Who, 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 who you gonna, you gonna get all 
happy about like Matt Campbell? Like, right. What, what do so you is mean? My, is Mike Bowen in his ear or Brandon, it, whatever his name is? Like, I mean, maybe they're just maybe they're not saying who it is, but they're like, man, we, we got, got a splash. Something lined up. Yeah. We got something coming. Like, just wait, just wait for us. We got something coming. Right. And it's not even December yet. I mean, how? I mean, this couldn't have happened at a better time. Oh, for sure. And and but the thing is, is that Lincoln Riley never offered C.A. Williams a scholarship. Like at Oklahoma. Yeah. Never offered well, but, him a scholarship. But I mean, maybe he's like, I don't want to go to Oklahoma coach. Sorry. Norman sucks. No, no. He said, he said he never offered me. He offered his, uh, he, he looked at Texas. Kid looked at Texas. I, I do like, remember he's, that. He's all yeah, over the place. Austin, he was looking at Alabama. Like a, he's looking at Ohio State. so much better than Norman. Like, let's get, get real, man. Mobile is not much better than. Like, yeah, but that's, that's the, pro, but that's the pro factory. That's different. But here, but the point is though, is that you would have offered him a scholarship. Interesting. I mean, it doesn't matter so, because the number one wide receiver recruit in the nation decommitted. So exactly. But that's my <laughs> but that's my point. Is like is like is is he gonna it's like we didn't offer you for a reason because we have all these other guys. Yeah. It's like it's like you <laughs> so, can come, I guess. Yeah, you can come. I don't want you to go to Notre Dame. So uh, it's just so crazy that as of what, like when did Devin Brown decommit? Like Wednesday or Thursday? And it's like, man, this class only has like 10 guys now. It has like eight guys in it. No four stars. And now they're about to have like six, five stars. <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely nuts. Like, Not six, five stars, but they're going to have like, three. I mean, they'll probably, maybe three. Their, their class will probably end up somewhere in the top 15. Probably. Which is top, nuts. Top ten possible from um, where where it was four days ago. It is that is super annoying for me personally. That is I mean, annoying. it was it was. I mean, we were saying things like, "Man, whoever the new coach is is going to have to do a rebuild because this class is so terrible, and that's going to affect who wants to come because it's going to be so bad. Will the fans tolerate it? Blah blah blah. Now it's like, nah, jet jet fuel. Here we go. <laughs> it is not going to be. Yeah, it's totally different. It's totally different because not only is he going to get all those recruits, but like he's going to get the transfers. Yep. And not like Taz Washington, <laughs> you know, like like the Jameson uh, Williams types. Yep. Who like? Why wouldn't on, you want to come to USC? If they, well, they, like they not they just players. The Lincoln Riley's is, is there. Like, like he can get those guys at Oklahoma. Yeah. And so now you can get him at USC. Like it's it's the same thing. I mean, freaking Jalen Hurts, right? Like right. he goes from. I mean, they don't need him for now because they have all these quarterbacks. But someone like that, to where it's like, I'm not, I don't want to play here. I, I, I'm, I'm not playing here. I'm gonna go here. Like Justin Fields, right? It's like some situation where right. it's like, God, oh, it's not working out at Georgia. I'm gonna go to USC and play for this a season. Also, this also, this also opens opens up to my dream scenario of Miller Moss doing a Mac Jones in four years and winning USC a national title with. You know, all the five-star skills position players, other other spots. And just my guy, Miller Moss, comes in as a senior and just, you know, dusts everybody. Well, I, I can't wait. Here's the thing. And, you know, we, we've been talking about these transfers. Like, he's going to bring Caleb Williams. You think? I mean, I... I yes. Caleb Williams okay. is going to be USC's starting quarterback next year. Stop. I mean, that, that makes the plan even better, right? Because then Dart could leave and someone else comes. And Well, I mean, but in, 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 you know, speaking of your boy, Miller Moss, it's like, sorry, bud. Like, this is not. But, I mean, it's the same spot for him. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's when he Mac Joneses it and just hangs around and hangs around. And then uh, he gets, he's, no, he's not going to. He gets to show up to a stacked roster in four years. The problem years. is Mac Jones was like a low four-star, yeah. like three-star guy. Not Miller Moss, top 100. <laughs> a top 100 quarterback. Yes. It's just. But know. he's got that Trojan blood. I mean. I, but it is interesting, though, because, you know, it's, <laughs> Slovis is has to leave. He can't. Yeah, he, he he had to leave anyway, regardless of whether it's Lincoln Riley or whoever. Yeah, had to go. I mean, he and, could be George's quarterback next year. And but what's Dart gonna do? I don't know. Dart, what's he gonna do? Like he has Caleb Williams and two freshmen, so there's two years of that. Dart's not gonna. I mean, is he gonna sit around? No, I don't think so. 
And then Miller, I mean, so I guess you could say Miller Moss then becomes de facto number two. Right. Someone's got to be. And Miller Moss loves USC. So I guess, I mean, in that sense, like your boy and the 2023 kid, um, he could come on down. And then he could transfer out after a year or something because that's what the kids do nowadays. And then that's boom, what they here, do. So he could come on down afterwards. So, no, this is all. Uh, this is all very upsetting for me personally, but With that's fine. Five star Honestly, wide though, it's, it's only fair because I have I have made fun of you for like four years, and it's been great, and and now it's coming back around. Get, guess fair. what I, I can say legitimately, what? Greg? Who, who's going to win a national title first, Brian Kelly or Lincoln Riley? Uh, I can I can say that with a straight face. Brian Kelly. Well, here's the here's the other don't, thing. Don't hold your breath. Since this is a this is a Notre Dame podcast. Oh. Um. Uh, what I would say about Notre Dame is like put on your big boy pants. And, and 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 it's not about the school itself, right? Like I don't think Brian Kelly is like freaking out about this or anything. Um, but it's like the fans, right? Like st- stop being a bunch of babies. Like everyone's being a baby. It's like knock it off, okay? Like you're gonna have to beat a good USC now. That's just the way it goes. All right. Sometimes you gotta beat good teams. But that's and, what you want. Well, it's not the it's it's not quest it's not quote unquote what you want. It's what's necessary. Like you're just gonna have to do it. Like, and and you know what? Like last year, it, Notre Dame was in this exact spot when they hired Marcus Freeman, right? Like, it, almost the exact same kind of situ- situation where, you know, uh, he's talking to us, but he's gonna go to LSU. Every report said he's gonna go to LSU, and then it comes across like he's going to Notre Dame, right? And I I was so happy, and we were so happy, and then you know, on and on and on, right? And and the reason you get him is because he can he's the recruiter guy and he came with big pedigree right and he's he's gotten all these you know linebackers and these defensive ends and 2023 looks great and and we're, we're going to play you know a certain kind of style and you know this year he he gives up 18 points a game while with a roster you know playing six games without Kyle and you know bunch of injuries to so like linebackers and all those other things right. and skeleton crew in the secondary and they found a way and then he's going to bring in his recruits and it's going to be awesome right and so okay you got all these recruits then don't freaking worry about it just go win the games like you don't have to worry about the 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 usc stuff right it's 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 something you got to deal with now you know you you got to beat the oklahomas anyway right all right so you know, Michigan has to play Ohio State every year. So just don't don't whine about it. Just freaking go play and beat them. And that's it. And then when you get to the playoffs, then you know, hey, we've, we've weathered the storms. We've played a good team. We've played good offenses. So it's just like, you know, it's, oh, it's going to work <laughs> out and, and we're going to go on a downslide. And I mean, shut up. Like, no, like freaking uh. settle up. Like, let's go. Like, th- this is how it's got to be. Right? I love you it. You know, they're not going to be it. down forever. The games are going to be good. So. I mean, this is I, the, the best USC hire. I mean. In, in our in our lifetime. A- ever? Well, right? but in terms I mean, of, well, I mean. We're going into he, it. Pedigree Carroll was. was a better Pedigree. hire. But well, at, that's at the time, yeah. it was like you had no idea. Right. That's what I mean. Right. But in our lifetime, I mean, I don't think there's any question. Uh, I mean, when have they when have they done ne- this? Never. When well, they brought I mean, John well, Robinson like, back, it, it was it was it was it was um, Larry Smith. So it was John Robinson. Yeah. Then it was Larry Smith. Yeah. And then it was John Robinson again. Yeah, I think John Robinson came back. And then it was Paul Hackett. Yep. And then it was Pete Carroll. Yep. And then it was Lane. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. they, they were sanctions. Yeah, so it was Lane. Yeah, then Lane, then Orgeron. For like a, a hot second. <laughs> <laughs> then Sark. 
Yep, that didn't turn out well. Then, then Clay. Yeah. And then Lincoln Riley. So no, Lincoln Riley. It's just, it's just nice to say, you know, it has a good, it's a great ring to it. Lincoln Riley. As I mentioned, he's only thirty-eight years old. Have I said that yet? Thirty-eight. Yeah. Well, here. Okay, so here's. Here is another part of that. Only 38 years old, right? What I, I assume once he wins his national title, he's gone. <laughs> what I imagine happens. Well, I mean, does he have to win a national title? No, if he's if he's like a couple college football playoffs, I think inside like five years. I mean, it could be one. Could be one if the Cowboys come or, you know, the Chargers need a coach. I guess they have a new coach, but, you know, it could be anybody. Any, anyone can come and get them. It is it is the kind of only looming negative, I guess. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think the Chargers would come get him just because I think they like Brandon Staley. Yeah. Um, but coach. like, but like. The Raiders need a coach, The Raiders right? need a coach. Yeah. And I mean, look, at I, I made a joke on Twitter. Like, what if he does the, the Cliff Kingsbury thing and jumps to NFL in like, in like two months? It's not impossible. Like, you I know, mean, you, you got to admit, it's not. It, 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 I feel like they've probably thought about this after the embarrassment of, I mean, this was a different administration, right? I think for Cliff, but that's just embarrassing. I don't think that happens. I, you never, I, don't, you never know. I don't think it happens, but the, the, the problem is, is that he just showed like, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll make a business decision, right? I mean, look what he did to Oklahoma, right? Like, and it look, it's it's this, know, this is big boy stuff. It's big boy yeah. stuff. I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, de- defame him in any way, right? Like Brian Kelly did this, right? He freaking left uh, undefeated Cincinnati, right? right? When they were going to the, like the best season they ever had. Right. That's what you do. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to defame the guy or you know say it's like a character thing. The point is, is that he up and left, and Oklahoma is screwed. Like he doesn't owe anything to USC, right? What does he owe them? Really, nothing. Yeah, nothing. So I don't think he'll do it. Just the, it's unlikely that he would do it now, um, because look, he's not stupid, right? He knows you, the Raiders are open. Right. It's not like he doesn't know. And like if the Raiders wanted him, they could just call him. Right. Right. This could have already happened. I mean, he probably asked. Yeah. Right. Like, so, here's, so here's my number. But, they said, but nah. the point is, is that if he has, you know, a good year in, in at USC, right, maybe they maybe they do win a national title, uh, which on your end, you'd probably just take it. Right. It's oh, like, yeah. Win a national title and then go do whatever you want. It's a fair um, trade for me. But I think uh, it, it, it is a it's a pretty good chance that he's not going to be there for, like you say, he's 38. He's not going to yeah. be there for as long as like Brian he's Kelly not, was at. He's not getting to 50. No. I mean, would he get to like, we'll, we'll, let's just set the over under. Like how, how many years do you think? Like three and a half years. I'll set it at that. I'll take the over. You need to take the over? Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not confident in it, but I'm taking the over. <laughs> but that means he's good. He does good, right? It's not like he's going to get fired. So he, he's not going to get fired. Yeah, no. I mean, he's leaving. So, it, yeah, I, I can't imagine that he's he makes it to much past forty five. Honestly, okay. But that's that good for USC. Sense. That means he's he's a competent coach who someone else wanted. And then I mean, that, but then I trust this administration to make good hires, right? If they I mean, swing, if they can swing this, they can swing anybody. But you got Bone has has to have uh, the ultimate credibility at this point with the fan base. So, I mean, I mean yeah. oh, it's just incredible that uh, just from where USC was four days ago to to right now is, and you, I mean. You, it, 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 like you said, if they really knew they were going to get Lincoln Riley, I mean, it must have been so sweet watching people talk about, oh, Mac, I think Matt Campbell said no. Uh, Dave Aranda didn't even get an offer. You know, Baylor's re-upping him. Like, it just must have been amazing to watch all the headlines and tweets of knowing that 
Lincoln Riley could come your way. Well, that's the other part of it, too, is, like, I just think there's no way that they fell ass backwards into Lincoln Riley. You know what I mean? I don't like know. They, I, I, I wouldn't put it past everybody. I, I Obviously, they talked to him before. It's not like they talked to him for the first time Saturday afternoon, right? Like, obviously. But so the point is, though, it's like it's not to the point where Matt Campbell is saying no. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I, I would, I would because you wouldn't, because you wouldn't offer it to him. If you think you can get Lincoln Riley, if you if if you think it's possible, you wouldn't offer it, and 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 Matt Campbell wouldn't say no to something that hasn't been offered yet. I mean, all fr- all Friday was Matt Campbell talk. That's all. Everything on Friday was all Matt Campbell this, Matt Campbell that, and then hey. Sunday Sunday morning, <laughs> Lincoln Riley's the new USC head coach. This I mean, is what I think. They, they had extra time think. too. It was a holiday weekend. This is this is what I think. I don't think Matt Campbell told him no. This is what I think. I think Matt Campbell would have told him yes. And and USC said on you know that night, like after the game, like okay, we're we're gonna move on Campbell or it's gonna be you. What's it gonna be? You know, because I think before it was like they had been talking, then talking, 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 talking. And it's like, okay, I like this. I like this. I like this. I like this. And then it got to the point where it's like, okay, your season's over. And we've got Matt Campbell ready to go. So is it going to be you or is it going to be him? And they made an offer you couldn't refuse. Yep. Uh. I mean, the uh, guy, dude, the guy decided, like, there's, like, come on, the guy decided in freaking two hours, or whatever it was, right? Like, it's, there's just no way that it was like, yeah, this just, this just happened. Like, they just called him up and made their pitch. Like, but what, no. ha- what happens if he wins? That's the only thing I don't. That, but that, that the point, that, that's, honestly, if they win, I, I still think they're waiting. I don't think it was dependent. But if, but if you're USC. The, the thing the thing that I the only flaw in this scenario is you can't wait because all your backups are gonna start to get locked up like Dave Aranda or well Aranda was gone no matter what but, you know, um, that stuff starts to trickle out of Washington hires I will say this like, if they had made the playoff it would have been hard to wait till January. Sure. Well, I guess, I mean, if Oklahoma makes the playoffs and Cincinnati makes the playoffs, it's nice because two of your top guys apparently are yeah. right there, right? So you don't, you don't know about that. But I don't know. I just feel like they had the opportunity. They called they called the money man or woman and said, hey, can we do this? And they said, yeah, let's do this. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure it was in the works. I'm sure they – I mean, because right, you're not going to be like, blank check, Lincoln Riley, here you go, put your name on it. I mean, you got to know what he wants, I, I imagine, and kind of like you know uh, how he's going to put his staff together, what kind of like recruiting stuff he gets, you know all that. I'm sure all that's important. Where's he? Gonna, who's going to pay for his house, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, they had they had Lincoln Riley on the private jet to um, what's it called to Louisiana to LSU on the on the <laughs> the private jet tw- tracker Twitter, tracker Twitter, <laughs> which is fun. Oh man, but yeah, man, I. I don't know. I just, I just think the second Oklahoma lost, they sent his agent a, a text message with a big dollar, a bunch of like nine dollar signs. <laughs> yeah, they said they sent him a text message with a check, and they said, "Hey, it's blank." Yeah, they said yes, and they said that- yes, it is. As a matter of fact, fill it in. Let us know. So, yeah. And your wife is now our new, you know, she has a job too. Yeah. And, your, and your kids have scholarships. So, <laughs> and you live in Malibu. So, or Palisades. I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. That's probably closer. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, oh it's that's amazing, enough, Greg. That, that's enough of you gloating. I've, I've had Oh, no, no, no. You don't, you don't understand. I'm, so, I'm going to tell a little story. This is quick. Okay. This will be quick. Okay. So, like I said, I was at my, my high school football game. And I was talking to a guy I know, and he said, unprompted, he said, hey, I listened to your podcast. It's pretty good. I was like, thanks. I mean, you know, right? He doesn't have to say, he doesn't have to say anything. And so I, I imagine that's, uh, you know, you don't have to say anything. That's a nice thing to say. And he goes, 
Which well, you're the SC fan, right? And now from this line in the sand forward, everyone will know that I am the USC fan. <laughs> <laughs> the fire is stoked. I mean, it's like it's back, right? Clay Halton was a joke, and I was I was the butt of these jokes, and there was nothing I could do because I knew in the end they'd blow it somehow. And now I don't have to do that anymore. Now I can talk about more than sunshine. I could talk about five star quarterback recruits. I could talk about you know Heisman Trophy finalists. I could I could talk about anything because it's back. USC football is back and relevant. All right, buddy. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's a great great feeling. It will, uh, well, um, it's going to be a thing now. Well, um, I guess we'll leave it there. Um, we're going to play this. I I think we'll, it's going up on the UHND, but we'll put it on the, the untitled too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes most sense to do that. So, um, I'm at Greg2126 on Twitter. He is at Michael Muto on Twitter. Uh, follow him there. He's going to be probably tweeting a lot more now since he has like a real program to follow. Um, <laughs> we are um, trying to get, I guess we'll try to get a, a pod up later in the week. Um, just talk yeah, about who, the rankings. And I mean, USC has a game. So I guess we'll, me, me and you are going to be on the untitled. <laughs> are they even going to play? Who cares? No, they got to play, right? They should forfeit. Uh, Riley's going to be up. At, he, Riley will be there. He'll be on the sideline. Um, um, so we got that going on. Um, yeah, subscribe to the pod. Single high pod. Um, it's going to be fun. We got some, uh, we're probably going to put some off-season stuff coming on. We're going to have some fun guests. Um, bring on some people to talk about recruiting, um, that sort of thing. So stay tuned with us through the off-season. Um, thanks for listening. Go Irish. Mm-hmm.